0: And you are worthy for the future that's waiting for you. I want you to feel fulfilled and find abundance in your life. I think it's time and I'm ready to help you get started. Now I'm your host, Kristen, of Building a Life You Love. And each week on the show, we're going to help you figure out how you do go after your dreams and find work you love. Here we go. Let's get started. Hey there and welcome back to another episode of Building a Life You Love. This is your host, Kristen. And today I'm bringing you one of my daily episodes. It's a shorter clip or conversation I'll have with you that hopefully will inspire you in your life to have a little bit of a more positive outlook or mindset or to take a small action or a small shift in your life. And today I actually want to talk about conversations, how we have them, what the context is, and if we're being clear both as the person speaking and as the listener. So let's dive right in. Okay, it's in conversations that we often get in trouble in our relationships, and I've talked about this before. It's uh, that we need to be clear and communicate what it is we need or what it is we need in the context of the conversation. I just had a great interview yesterday with Dr. Kevin Payne. He's a social psychologist. He's also been living with a a chronic health condition for over 30 years. He has MS, and he's been through lots of things, and he's also a seasoned skydiver at this point. But one of the things that came up in that conversation that'll air, I think, in early February or end of January was how do we have hard conversations when there's tough things going on in our relationships? So this could be with your spouse. It could be with a close relative, you know, whoever it might be. But I think the challenge is there's there's two things that I want to bring up that we talked about yesterday. The first is having regular time you have a safe place or I should say safe time to be able to bring up things that need to be talked about on both sides and that you come prepared and you come with the expectation that you all can talk about and share things without you know trying to be defensive and uh, with being really clear on what it is you need to discuss so that it's not like every day you're having to talk about some of the same things or that someone feels blindsided, if you will. So the first thing is, it, it's surely not saying that we shouldn't have good communication all the time or or do our best to try to do that. But we're talking about when there's hard things that we need to talk about. Let's say it's someone with a long on a long standing medical issue. It could be financial stuff. It could be someone wanting to ch- have a big shift right in their um, their work life or could be stuff going on with your kids, whatever it is, Those are the kind of conversations I'm talking about that might serve you well to have, you know, a standing meeting every week or every two weeks or month. But more importantly than that, the conversation that I had with Dr. Payne was about most conversations come down to two things. You're either looking for support during the conversation or emotional connection, or you're looking for a solution or the other person is looking for one of those two things. And I think it's really important for us to get super clear on what it is that we need if we're the one talking or asking, you know, for something in that conversation or we need to bring something up. And I've talked about this before in the context of if I'm talking to my girlfriend and maybe I'm struggling with something in my life, I need to preface it with, and this is probably even more true in our um, romantic relationships, you know, if we're married with our spouse or whatnot. We need to be super clear on what it is we need. You know, so, oh my gosh, I just need to vent. I just need to like get this off my chest. Or am I saying like, I just need for you to listen and to be there, you know, like, but I don't need, I don't want suggestions or helping with solving anything. So in that case, once again, it's kind of that emotional connection or that support I'm looking for. But in other cases, let's say I'm thinking about changing careers. Well, in that case, I actually might want to have someone help me solve for that. Like, what are this, what could I go do? You know, so maybe I want to brainstorm with that person or I could be before that where emotionally I just need to know I have support to consider that change. So I think it's really important that we get better at communicating what it is we need or, and how we need the other person to interact with us in the context of that conversation, I had a great conversation. It was months ago with some, a guest on the show who's a coach, and she said when she talks to her girlfriends, she has to say to them, "Okay, are you are you wanting your friend? You know, uh, I forget I forget who it was um, that I was talking to. Do you want your friend, you know, um, reaction, or do you want like your coach friend? You know, like, do you want me to come from that perspective?" But if we don't ask those things, we can often try to, to start with coming up with a solution. When the person doesn't want a solution, they want to be supported. So I think this is really important because I think a lot of us, well, first of all, I also not know a lot of people that fall into the mind reader trap, and I've been there and I still do this sometimes, too which is we think the other person should know what we need and the other person should know what we're feeling by how we're acting or our looks or whatever it might be and none of them are nobody's doing that we have to just tell them we have to tell them what we need and you know I'm not saying this is easy you know it takes practice and there's going to be days where it's not as doesn't go as smoothly and then we also have to be honest about that too when things Maybe you're getting tough. Maybe it's so hard to talk about tough things. Like the conversation I had with Dr. Payne, we were talking about, obviously, when you have a chronic illness or chronic pain, something that's ongoing and there's a lot of tough days and maybe lots of care or caregiving, it's hard to want to have those conversations constantly. And he brought up another thing. I don't remember the... um, where the data came from it, when i air the episode it'll it'll explain it more but he explained that they've done research and it showed that in our interactions with people you know people we're close to for every five positive interaction there's one negative interaction in other words we can't have all negative or hard interactions with people because that's just not how we're wired it we would we would probably want to step away from that retreat and so even if there's conversations we have to have that are hard, or it's about hard things in our life, like cancer diagnosis, or like I said, a chronic condition. You know, I have a lot of uh, autoimmune issues in my family. So they're ongoing things, you know, diabetes and Crohn's and so many other things. Well, those are ongoing, right? Things that have to be supported and taken um, or addressed, you know, like, do we have the right medical stuff, but then do we also have the other pieces of it, the non-medical pieces that we discuss and talk about? And part of that, part of the conversation talked about, are we really doing a good job of reflecting, self-reflecting? Because most of the data shows that most humans, most of us aren't actually good at reflecting on reality, like the way we perceive things and the way that we think we're being perceived. So I think you know one thing that uh, Dr. Payne suggested, and I've talked about many times on the show is if we just do a little journaling every day about what's going on with us, what do we maybe need in our lives, what what feels missing? You know, have we gotten into a slump or a hard place where maybe we're not connecting with people often? You know, maybe it just has been so tough, or with COVID, we just we're so confused as to you know should we go out or not go out? And of course, I would encourage you go out. We need to. Pick back up our immune systems, and we need to be around, you know, appropriate levels of germs. Uh, and I don't mean go spread COVID, I just mean we need to be out in public, we need to be with people. And but it's that's so important is just the connection with people. And a lot of people are struggling because they're not fitting that in. And then another thing when we're talking about conversations, you know, I would just say each week, write a little list, you know, who do I want to connect with this week? That doesn't have to mean in person and you spend two hours. It can be, you know what, these are like five people I want to text this week and just say, hey, I was thinking of you. Or, hey, I really appreciate the podcast you did last week. Or, I loved your post. You know, just give some compliments, but start those conversations with people. Let's not just retreat and kind of, you know, burrow in front of the TV and and Netflix binge. And, you know, the, the other thing that I would say is, we all are struggling with this. I think the thing is, is we're all trying to be such people pleasers. We're trying to be so nicey nice. And I'm surely not saying don't be nice. Don't be, I mean, be kind. I hope you are. But we shouldn't tamp down our truth in order to try to make someone else feel okay. In other words, we need to be honest about what it is we need. We need to be honest about what it is we feel. We need to be honest about maybe our role, right, in these things. But we want to be able to speak our truth. And that takes a lot of work because for a lot of us for so many years, you know, we tried to just, oh, sure, anything's fine. Any restaurant's fine. Oh, sure, that's fine. And I'm surely not saying be the, the choice bully. You know, I'm not saying, like, you should always decide. And I'm not saying that if someone gives you a gift and it's not exactly what you would have chosen, you should be ungrateful for it. I'm just saying that we should be able to say what it is we like and what we want and what we need and what our desires and interests are and where we need to work on certain things, you know, both ourselves and then in our relationships. So that's it for today. I just wanted to kind of bring up this conversation because I think a lot of us, including myself, we get stuck in the same patterns, you know, in our relationships and Let's say we're going through, um, you know, a lower patch, you know, kind of on the roller coaster where maybe we're we're finding it hard to have the words, you know, what to say. And there's not it it feels bottled up or there's not real flow of, you know, of the conversation. Well, normally what I find is we need to get out of that same environment in order to kind of trigger something or reset it. So if you find, okay, at the dinner table, it's strained, you know, you're not really having the conversation you want, it doesn't feel easy, it doesn't feel comfortable, go take a walk, go somewhere else, and then see if it can naturally kind of get um, unbottled up or kind of in a different environment, you might be more relaxed. And uh, that's it. I just, uh, and if you have any strategies you use for having really clear communication in your relationships, I'd love to hear from you. And I'd love to hear how you, you know, try to work on this area because it's truly one of the most important things that we can do is keep growing as a listener and keep growing as a communicator in our personal lives and, of course, in our business lives. And I'll just leave you with um, the idea, the book and the blog, The Five Regrets of the Dying, one of the five things is people wish they had said their truth. People wish they had said what they really wanted to say to people in their lives all over the years. And that is such a tragedy. And uh, I can see how, I mean, I surely, there's surely been times where I probably have hesitated saying something or I've bit my tongue or I thought, no, no, this isn't the time or whatnot. But You know, that's something that we can keep working on and getting better at. And I hope you will. I hope you won't wait until years have passed to tell the people around you the things you need to tell them, you know, and how you feel and what you want. And uh, so that's it for today. I just want to come on and say let's be aware of how we're communicating. Let's keep working on this and let's be aware of how we're listening. And if we understand, if the person's asking for support, emotional connection in some way, or if they're looking for solutions or suggestions or whatever it might be. But if we thought of all of our conversations in that context, wow, I think that would be a big shift for all of us and in our relationships. And I'll just leave you with this Irish proverb. It is in the shelter of each other that people live. It's really all about community and connection and relationships. So let's make sure this is an area that we keep growing and maturing in. Once again, thanks for listening to the podcast. And if you enjoyed the podcast, we would love it if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts because that helps us get discovered by more people. We'd also love your feedback. So email me at kristen at KristenFitch.com or DM me on Instagram. I'm at kristinfitch and let me know what ideas or ideas for shows or for guests that you have, I would love to hear from you.